We are off to a later start than usual this afternoon, or evening as the case may be, and that is going to cost us as Bitcoin has surged more than 6% in the last 24 hours. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. Hello, you sexy sat stackers, and welcome to the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast DCA Wednesday edition. Today is Wednesday, September 1st. 2021 and this will be our sixth stack in our journey together as we dollar cost average into bitcoin as i just mentioned bitcoin has surged six percent in the last 24 hours and is currently at forty nine thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars that's actually up six point seven percent we are at a block height of six hundred and ninety eight thousand six hundred and twenty And while that's a relatively flat 1% on the week, it is significantly more than the $46,300 we could have purchased at just the other day. However, that's why we dollar cost average. In fact, that's the whole point of dollar cost averaging. Sometimes you buy a little higher, sometimes you buy a little lower, but we're buying consistently and continuing to stack those sets. For those who are joining us for the first time, what is dollar cost averaging? Well, you probably get the idea already that dollar cost averaging is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals, regardless of price, benefiting from the highs and the lows. Uh, And over the long run, as they say, time in the markets beats timing the markets every time it's tried. Disclaimer, again, this podcast is not financial advice. Uh, This is just for informational purposes as I explore the concept of, of dollar cost averaging and uh, you can form your own opinions and again as usual do your own research this is not financial advice that being said this will be our sixth stack we started stacking twenty dollars worth of bitcoin every wednesday uh, and our first stack was on july 28th and we've been stacking ever since and so far we've stacked one hundred dollars including fees Um, that has earned us a total of two hundred and twenty four thousand seven hundred and thirty seven satoshis which at the moment is worth $111.80. So we've invested a total of $100, uh, and it's already worth $111.80. Our average cost basis, the average purchase price we've made, averaging out all six of those stacks, is $44,495.46. Correction, that's the uh, average cost for all five of our previous stacks. Uh, we're just getting ready to make our sixth stack. Why $20, you may ask? Uh, well, I was just reading Reddit the other day, and it kind of reconfirmed my decision to, to start with $20 um, because someone was talking about um, they had just started dollar cost averaging and they were going to be investing $15 a week. Um, and the way I look at it is $20 isn't a whole lot of money for most people in the United States that are into investing. Uh, however, in other parts of the world, or even here in the United States, 20 bucks could be a big deal. So um, we figured $20 was a good basic number to start with. Um, 
obviously, uh, if you are going to be deciding on your own investment strategy, uh, you would pick a number that you're comfortable with. As they say in the uh, Bitcoin chats, Reddit and Twitter, uh, never invest anything that you aren't prepared to lose. Obviously, uh, Bitcoin isn't the only risky investment out there. That kind of applies to almost any investment, but particularly when it comes to Bitcoin, uh, if you need that money for something else, you're better off probably keeping it in cash. However, most people listening should be able to come up with $20 every Wednesday, uh, even if it means you didn't stop at Starbucks this morning, uh, or maybe you didn't have a couple of beers after work this evening. Uh, so again, that's why we picked $20. Anyway, you pick the amount you feel comfortable with, if you feel comfortable investing at all. Um, and we're going to keep investing $20 every Wednesday until we either get filthy stinking rich, uh, Bitcoin just completely goes to zero, or you get bored and stop listening altogether. Despite the fact that it's been a relatively flat week as far as the Bitcoin price is concerned, there has been quite a bit of bullish news. We are only five days away, for example, from the beginning of the, uh, or from when the El Salvador's Bitcoin as legal tender law takes effect. Uh, Cuba has announced that they're going to be uh, allowing Bitcoin use in their country. Um, there's just been a lot going on. Uh, also, 24-hour transaction volumes are, are, have uh, increased. As you know, I, I uh, harp on the 24-hour transaction volume every episode. Uh, and it, currently, the 24-hour transaction average is 3.30 transactions per second. And that is up significantly from the 2.23 transactions per second that we saw on our last DCA Wednesday, and even up from the 3.07 transactions per second, um, the DCA Wednesday the week prior. Uh, I know that I have mentioned repeatedly that low transaction volumes allow for greater price manipulation or greater price volatility. That seems like a no-brainer because when the transactions are lower, obviously it's easier for someone with a lot of Bitcoin to come in and move the market uh, whichever direction they choose. However, uh, Plan B, for example, tweeted just the other day that, uh, in his opinion, the transaction volumes aren't actually as low as they appear. Uh, and that is because one of the exchanges that handles the most volume, who is considered a bad actor by many in the Bitcoin sphere, so he refused to mention the name, uh, I probably should do the same. It isn't the evil empire Coinbase, but there was a, a player out there that was still refusing to implement SegWit, and they just finally did. Um, and the decrease in transaction volumes, if you look at it on chart, corresponds pretty much exactly to when they implemented uh, SegWit and potentially even transaction batching. So, um, and without even without even taking into account uh, transactions that don't occur on chain or transactions that occur on the Lightning Network, uh, transaction volume uh, may not be as low as it appears. And even so, it's up to, as I said, it's up to an average of 3.30 transactions per second now. Uh, but anyway, before we get too much further behind, uh, we're going to skip ahead and get right into that, uh, into that DCA purchase. As usual, as we have every time, we're going to use the Cash app. Uh, I had mentioned that we might try using the Strike app in the future, um, but for right now, I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, if you don't have the Cash App, as usual, there is a link in the show notes. 
uh, a referral link where if you use that link to download uh, Cash App and then uh, follow their terms and conditions, you'll get five bucks just for downloading the app and using it. And uh, we'll get five bucks as well. And that'll help us out um, and help support the podcast. Uh, but again, use whatever you want. Um, Pat, uh, Cash App is not a sponsor of the show. In fact, we have no sponsors of our show and uh, we're quite comfortable keeping it that way, at least for the time being. So I've got Cash App open on my phone. Uh, I already have $20 on, uh, on the Cash App. Usually I keep my Cash App pretty empty, um, but since you, uh, I have a debit card linked to Cash App, I can add that 20 bucks instantaneously. Click it on the Bitcoin tab, and then on the Buy tab. Uh, again, Cash App will let you automate this. Uh, it, the default is standard one-time order, but it will let you do an auto-invest where you can set up automatic daily, weekly, or bi-weekly purchase of Bitcoin. As you probably noticed by how much I talk about price, I spend a, quite a bit of time watching the charts, obsessing over the price. Uh, so I like to manually... Uh, make my purchases. Plus something just feels a little more like you're doing something, a little more like you're actually investing and taking command of your finances when you physically purchase and click buy as opposed to just waking up and seeing 20 more dollars in your account the next morning. Again, uh, Cash App defaults to 10, 25, 50, 75, or 100. So we're clicking on the little three dots so we can enter a custom amount. That custom amount's gonna be $20. Click Next. And there it is, confirm your purchase. Uh, it says we're gonna be purchasing at a price of $49,863.54. As usual, there's a 45 cent fee. Uh, Cash App has a relatively low fee compared to a lot of other services. Um, and when you take into account that if you follow their terms, they don't actually charge you a withdrawal fee to send to your hardware wallet, uh, that 45 cents isn't too bad. So we're really gonna be investing $19.55 if you don't include that 45 cent fee. Um, but that $20, including the fee, is gonna get us 39,207 sats. So clicking confirm, and voila, there it is. We have an extra 39,207 sats. So that brings our stack up to 263,944 sats. Uh, Bitcoin has coasted down a little bit to 49,80624, but that gives us a total of $131.46 worth of Bitcoin with a total value invested of only $120. Uh, that's not too shabby. Again, this is only our sixth stack and dollar cost averaging is a long-term play. And as they say, anybody can look like a financial wizard in a bull market. But then again, this is an experiment, and so we're going to keep playing the game uh, and see how it plays out. Speaking of do your own research and this not being financial advice, uh, now that we've accumulated over $100 worth of Bitcoin uh, in the Cash App, uh, we might be getting to the point where we need to talk about moving that into your own custody, into your own wallet, uh, preferably into a hardware wallet. I personally do not move. Uh, only 200,000 Satoshis onto a hardware wallet that's under my threshold um, because uh, in the event that fees get pretty high like they have in the past, uh, those fees are in Satoshis, not pennies. So um, 
it would be a, a shame to end up spending a hundred thousand satoshis to move two hundred thousand satoshis for example so uh, my personal minimum threshold um, has changed as bitcoin has gotten more expensive uh, i used to not move anything less than a million satoshis to my hardware wallet um, obviously that's a lot of money and what you feel comfortable keeping on an exchange uh, will vary from person to person one threshold I've heard used over and over again on Twitter, Reddit, and other Bitcoin chat groups is that you should probably not keep any more Bitcoin on an exchange than the value of whatever money you'd feel comfortable carrying around in your wallet. Um, I'm not quite ready to move this to my hardware wallet yet, um, so that's going to be a subject for a different episode. But it is something we need to start thinking about as our stack continues to grow. Hey, if you find this content useful or entertaining, or if you're just feeling extraordinarily generous, there are a number of ways you can help support me in this podcast. Uh, the most obvious one is if you don't already have Cash App, there is a referral code in the show notes. And if you click on that link and set up a new Cash App account, and follow their terms and conditions, uh, you'll get five bucks just for trying them out and we'll get five bucks as well. Um, I've written several books, but the one you might know that's most relevant to this podcast is Understanding Bitcoin for Noobs, and that's available on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Obviously, purchasing, purchasing either of my books would help support the podcast as well. Um, and you can also support the podcast directly through the Anchor.fm website, and they include a support link automatically in the show notes. And last but not least, we also include a Bash32 uh, Bitcoin address in the show notes if you feel like helping us out by contributing Bitcoin. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast, Dollar Cost Average Wednesday edition. Don't forget to join us next Wednesday and every Wednesday as we continue the journey. Once again, thanks for listening and keep stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.